Welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Aaron Pym, and what I like to do here on the pod is bring fun and sexy guests into the studio to talk about sex and sexuality with me. Today, this is going to be a really cool, interesting, fun one, everybody. And the, I mean, this title right away, I'm, <laughs> I'm obsessed with. So please welcome to the mic, everybody. Okay, get ready. The blue ball queen of the harem arts. Fatima Noor Eldin Mahmood. Hello, Fatima. Hello. The blue ball queen, you say? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very much. You had me at blue ball. Um, yes. I love this. I was like um, looking at your Insta and man, you look like a burlesque superstar over there. Oh, it- Gorgeous. It feels like it, but I mean, and the way that the industry works, I wish. <laughs> yeah. um, I think I just, I think I just like to live my life as authentically as possible. So it might come off that way, and I find that really funny. But yeah, yeah you have big star energy, you know. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah, you. regardless of how much you're burlesquing, how much you're working, you come across as like just exquisite and polished oh, and. Yeah. Yeah, all of that. So, (laughs) yeah, but okay, something that's super cool, which I know we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to have to talk about a lot because I'm a dominant as well. But you were like, Mm -hmm. hey, I'm a lifestyle dom. Um, You know, maybe I could be on your pod. And I was like, oh, freaking absolutely. (laughs) And then you were telling me that this is all kind of through a Muslim lens for you. And I'm so excited and interested to talk about exactly all the facets of that and what that looks like for you. So maybe, um, so where should we start? Perhaps maybe like when you first kind of came into being a dominant and what that looked like for you, perhaps? Yeah. Well, I think for me in particular, like, well, I'm an Aries, so everything has to come to me uh, very much through a fight, you know, just somewhat, <laughs> somewhat through a fight. <laughs> and there was like kind of like a stagnancy that was happening in uh, my life that I couldn't really put a pin on it. And I think it was like a combination of not uh, like being a Muslim and just like not following through with certain aspects of like morality that I really wanted to believe that I didn't have (laughs) because I don't know like when you when you're a Muslim you kind of feel like an imposter because the expectation of what a good Muslim is is so um, out of reach Uh, especially when we live in a society that's not only filled with poverty but filled with capitalism so like what is when it comes to money like what is moral you know Um, Mm. and so when I was in that stagnancy, I was doing burlesque, but I'm realizing that there was like elements of my dominancy that was not being exercised and it was be- becoming frustrating because people would watch me on stage and be like, oh, wow, you're like this like a very nice sexual person, like you must be a submissive. And right. so it gets me into a place where I'm like, no, 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 you're like reading all of me wrong at all times. Uh, 
And so I started getting frustrated with that. So I started like looking into doming and I was put in a situation where I was like, someone was like, okay, so I have an opportunity for you to like go do a thing under like the pretexts everyone's being safe and blah 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 and that would be like your point of no return so if you do this gig (laughs) and you still don't want to do this thing then it's probably not meant for me and so i i did the gig and i was like oh wow no 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 this is actually what i needed and so after that gig i just started like fabricating the morality around like how how i would service certain people and obviously being a dom there's a certain particular type at least for me there's a lot of particular type of men that come towards me who are like oh well you're a muslim let me explore that and i'm always like ha 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 that's really funny like do you want to like read like a whole thing of feminism about it before you get to me because that's the only way you get to me if that's how you're gonna approach me you know what <laughs> give I'm them saying? some homework yeah they yeah like first. if you're gonna if that's your fetish or whatever like learn about it yeah. <laughs> you know like so that's that 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 started becoming what I did because like I didn't necessarily need to use doming to make money like doming was just like my way of asserting myself around men mm-hmm. um and so when I continued to do that it became more and more um morality beast like I have different I make certain men pay different things, especially certain men who historically have done my people wrong. You know what I'm saying? Reparations. Um, yep. Yeah, exactly. So I, it, I like when it comes to Russians, when it comes to, to, to like Frenchmen, when it comes to like anyone who colonized my country, essentially. <laughs> yeah. And they get p- to pay more. And that's the morality that it came with, which is just like, if we're going to use capitalism here, if we're going to, to, to like... <laughs> to pay me right if you're gonna pay me with capitalistic money which is already immoral for a muslim Mm -hmm. i at least can put these rules and regulations to make it equal for everybody and not fun really for the person who you know like it's but i mean it's not supposed to be them having fun it's supposed to be them suffering or them serving or whatever exactly but like but their type of fun that they want to have usually are the men that are like approaching me are mostly like you want to fuck and it's just like i don't even do that like i don't even do full service this is like literally you are my lifestyle little little guy you know (laughs) yeah yeah my little guy that pays me lots of money and yeah my little guy who doesn't it's just my little guy that like cleans my own house you know what i'm saying and it's just that's that's the approach that i can like i felt worked for me (laughs) as a lifestyle yeah i mean you've got to make it um make sense to you your lifestyle Mm -hmm. your ethics your morality as you brought up a couple times like it's got to be it's got to align for you right so i'm really i think that's really awesome how like you found that and it seems like pretty quickly you were like oh it's got if i'm gonna do this it's got to look like this is that the case or what did it take like a learning curve well there was a couple learning curves but there was also just like really me sitting down because again like i'm just gonna like put it put the disclaimer here like i did not like use um doming as a way to make my rent like i have other avenues obviously Mm -hmm. and i'm also like pretty baby like i've only been doing this for like three ish years or so okay um and it started off like um as an only fans thing and i and it started off as only fans but then also also like only fans men being like this is what i want and then so i'd counteract to be like okay if that's what you want 
that's what you got to do for me <laughs> to yep. like, yep. you know, as, as a recourse, especially if it's like, cause I like, I, I have rules for every specific type of man that has the capital to be able to do the, the things that they do. Um, and so those rules are really dependent on like that person getting enough education and knowing enough about consent and like what that looks like and, uh, and, and those things. And that's what really makes me choose who I want to continue this and totally a, a partnership, but the partnership being the fact that you are supporting me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but um, I've got are you, I've got to be able to know that you are you know aware enough of what I do and like that you don't have that fantasy reality disconnect. Like you're treating yes. me like a human. Like mm-hmm. we have you know an exchange that feels good for both of us. All that stuff's important. Like especially in your regulars. Like yeah, you know it. it you don't have regulars you hate because exactly no and you should never no you should never dominate yeah. someone you hate that's the thing it's like if you that's something that person really really wants is the price for that but like the likelihood of them meeting that is unrealistic you know yeah um, but if you truly yeah. can't stand someone you're not going exactly. to be playing with them no. you're going to not give no. them any time and energy whatsoever so like anyone no. you're engaging with especially in an ongoing basis you like them a bit you know yeah look, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing and it's like you like them a bit once they do the service and that's the thing like i'm I'm basically like readied by like being served and so like there was a lot of people out there a lot of men out there who are just like not ready to understand what that is (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. um but very ready to just get abused which is really interesting um, <laughs> I mean, men, they'll do anything but go to therapy. Um, that one, that one. Or they'll be like, hey, this is therapy. I know. And it's like, no, and you're it's like, not I would love not. to be a registered dom that also, but I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> yeah. I have a feeling there would be a little conflict of interest there if I did. I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's that thing of like, this again that kind of i call it a fantasy reality disconnect of somebody just like not realizing how much time effort study um it takes like to be that kind of a submissive that a dominant you know keeps around for the long term like that's how you you know i think people are like you know they'll dm you out of nowhere just being like oh i'll be your 24 7 person that lives in your basement Mm -hmm. and it's like okay yeah i get that's the fantasy but like i don't think they understand that like you're not just bringing a stranger into your life yeah yeah so you gotta have somebody that like I mean, to me, when I think of like safe, sane, consensual, like that, that acronym, the SSC, to me, this, yeah. that's what the sane part means is that yes, they, the they understand yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Something that I had to like teach a lot of these people is like, okay, so this is when the scene starts, <laughs> you yeah. know, this yeah. is when the scene starts and this is when it ends. So yep. the moment that you start like saying some weird stuff after that moment ends, the, you just didn't get it. You just didn't learn anything. You know, you <laughs> yeah. um, or in the DMs before we've negotiated anything or introduced yeah. ourselves or anything, you're like in yeah. role, and it's like I didn't consent to dominate you. I'm not your dom. No, just and it's also like I'm also not your Pokemon trainer. Like I'm not, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> you know, like I, you have to earn being my like 
being uh, me being your trainer if that's what what we're doing here you know what i'm saying um yeah but i but i think the whole sin is saying a consensual thing like pe- needs people need to like really take that home like i understand out here um, i'm sorry i'm a little little suicide disclaimer but like um some people do want to like exit the world you know and they right. want to do it with sex which is cute that's a cute idea but like no one thinks about the actual like implications and like you can only do it once <laughs> that's the thing not only that not only do it once but like the actual realistic what the hell the dom is going to be left with if that were to happen you Jesus know what i'm Christ. saying yeah right it's like no one thinks about okay so you want to exit that's cool for you but like what the hell am <laughs> what the hell am i supposed to do after that happens you know what I'm so saying? now i'm a murderer or what like, yeah holy shit what are we doing here yeah Jesus. but the amount of people that like send me messages and, and are like Oh, I just uh, one night. I just want one night. And if I die, it's fine. Like you can do whatever you want to me. And I'm like, that's cool. But also, the laws around. Like, do do people think that doms just like Kill walk around what laws? Like, what the fuck? Yo, like, I don't know if it's just because like these people that send it like send it in like the middle of the night when they clearly are not cognitively (laughs) yes but also cognitively not there um because like i've tried to like because i get those messages and then i I try to like rationalize them and i probably shouldn't but i try to rationalize them and i'm like okay so if you want to do that this is what the contract would look like if that's something you wanted to do and the moment that it becomes like a real thing that they have to think about they're gone they're gone yeah yep yeah or like cool here's my rate for that they're gone yeah yeah here's my rate to like kill you essentially and they're like ah yeah what's so common for me is like somebody writing an absolute novel of an introductory email that i'm not Mm -hmm. gonna read i scan through it to be like is there any information about like what even service you're inquiring about no of course fucking not right no because they're just like i just want you to like step on me and like touch me and like and you're like that's cool but where (laughs) to that yeah but how like is this a custom video request like what is it i don't know but like the then i'll respond and i'll be like cool here are the services i offer and here are the rates fill out this form if you want to book a session with me and then they'll just respond no it's like yep yep okay oh my god yeah like what the fuck (laughs) uh (laughs) so fucking annoying like thanks Uh, i didn't know that (laughs) (laughs) but that's what i'm saying like i feel like my job is very much like if if i wasn't a person who had like a large amount of humor i probably would find this very frustrating yes Um, you know like but i just find it funny because it's like again my state i don't make my whole income from doming mm-hmm, so like mm-hmm. i don't have to be Engage. like all right i'm gonna take this shitty client because yes. rent you know and i and also that's another thing that when i started doming i did not want to happen because i knew the person that i am the, as an aries and impulsive as fuck that i would override my feelings and morals and like how i feel about the situation just because rent is due <laughs> you know you money that's yeah, real. and I didn't want to. Yep. Yeah, and I didn't yep. want to pigeonhole myself as just the only like the person that just does doming. So that's yep. why like I have like my hands in so many different things. But it all but goes back to like fetish and sex. It all everything that I do eventually leads back to whether it's a yep. an art show that I'm doing in a gallery or like a full on like interactive 
burlesque show that was happening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So everything ends up going back to there. And so people... Uh, people are allured by like the kind of polished look that you're, you know, thinking about, mm-hmm. and so that's that's the interest that I feel like a lot of the clients that I deal with kind of like fall in love with is this like, and I'm sure this happens to a lot of burlesque people where it's just like they fall in love with the image of you, yes. and so then they can imply all of their fetishes and feelings without you them even considering, oh, this person's Muslim. Like, would they even do something like that? You know, and yep, and yep. they don't even, there's no conversation. Even even Muslim men themselves, like, think I'm, like, that's the dehumanizing aspect of the whole thing. Where it's like, no, no, because I'm a dom or, like, because I'm in the fetish, like, sex industry, no one has to think of me as a complex figure. Yes. And so that's why I make my life needlessly complicated. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, I'm I, I'm kind of similar to you in that like people yeah. can see all different facets of me. Same thing. It's all in the six sex sex sexuality, you know, mm-hmm. kink thing. They can listen to my podcast. Like I've, you know, the Patreon's got like autoerotica because I'm a writer as well, and like, um, yeah, I do performances. I do like all of the things. Pro, I do a lot of education work surrounding kink. I do, you know, one-on-one sessions, and and so it's like there are a lot of ways to kind of know all the facets of me as far as yeah. like this field goes, right? At least, and still, people are doing the forming the parasocial relationship thing yep. off of one picture they've seen of me. Yep. You know what I mean? And oh I'm my like, god, it's so upsetting. Yeah, literally, I oh. give you so many resources to know me. And to yeah. like see, you know, fall in love with all the different kind of parts of me, essentially. Um, and yeah. you're going to choose to just see one thing and make all these assumptions. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really upsetting. And also like going back to like what that what that like filter is with, mm-hmm. with like, like being like a Muslim and putting that filter through. Obviously, everything that I'm saying is subjective to like how people interpret uh, the religion itself uh but like i i come from a broken home so like i never really had a good uh, example of what like good healthy connected sexuality yeah with family members and you know partners and i never really had that so like i had to like rediscover what that is in my adulthood and i had to do it through kink and stuff because that's how i understood the world um but then when I was like, when I started like really analyzing how I make my decisions as a sex worker, all of it really, it's not even that complicated. All of it really is based on, on safety. So yes. safety in sense of like who you, who you fluid bond with safety with in the sense of like, uh, who you say private things to and where that information is going to go to, because like really like Islam is just a bunch of rules and how you apply them to your life, even if they're fucking relevant, you know, not everything is relevant. Right. Um, but the relevant things are the things that give you the ick is what I've realized, you know, mm. it's like, those are Tell your morals. Yeah. Yeah. So anything that I feel like in my experience, everything that gives you the ick. And when it comes to like morality, how people treat you or like how people come at you, the mm. feeling of the ick, like you really have to pay attention to it because that's what your body's being like. That's wrong. <laughs> that's not, yeah, that's you're not a, a wrong... body response to it. Yeah, it's a body response of like your brain has been telling you that it's gross, but you can't get it until like your body's like, Ugh! yeah, 
Yeah, until hate, your chest is tight and like, yeah, you and you're like, I hate how this person, yeah, yes. you're like, I hate how people look at me or like, I hate how people are talking to me like this. And like, yeah. so instead of you just entertaining a bunch of people who disrespect you on the first interaction, you're just like, I'm not even going to respond to that. And that takes a lot of fucking courage, you know, yeah. um, especially like, as if, as you mentioned, you are in the uh, situation where you need the money then and you have to exactly. engage despite yeah. your body telling you like, uh, I don't want to this yeah you know i need to set ba- better boundaries for myself whatever it is yes. like, well sometimes you also need to pay the rent so it can that be a one, tough yeah. thing to tough thing to balance and figure out even yeah, yeah. and that's the thing it's like for me I've, I've i've found myself like okay i'm I'm gonna be paying rent how the hell am i going to like well that's the thing i also have a lot of rituals about how i kind of like de-ick <laughs> yeah oh tell to do tell yeah, so uh, de-icking for me is very much like it's water-based and smoke-based. So like obviously <laughs> I shower, right? But then like I smoke the entire house. I smoke all the sheets. I smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like an Islamic like cleansing. Like I, uh, other people's yeah. entities that I like. I love my clients, but I also like they're my clients. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. No, no esthetician is gonna roll around in the plastic that the. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not. <laughs> You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, basically water and smoke base, and so like that, and then I clean the whole house like in between, in between clients because it's like that's how I I don't feel the residual like kind of ickiness of like, energy or what, what and yeah because you mm. don't also when we talk to your clients you don't get into their stuff you're not like hey like how are you emotionally like not really you're just like all right we're here for an hour we're on a time crunch already (laughs) you know yeah if they Uh, only booked an hour especially we're not getting very deep there's no talking what am i gonna like emotionally or physically like (laughs) yeah it's an hour that's nothing man yeah maybe what i really need to do is just like like put on 15 minutes on like extra that they have to pay for for the assessment you know what i'm saying maybe that's what i need to do uh, or just have a minimum that's an hour and a half. The minimum's an hour and a half. True. Because even that difference is huge. Like an hour is literally nothing. An hour and a half, at least you can do a couple yeah. of things. <laughs> like, that's true. Oh my God, do you ever get those freaking men who are like, I want everything on your menu. And uh, I'm like, excuse me? In how long? In, in an hour? Okay. No, I'm okay. always like in the negotiation, I'm like very, um, and I do it in person once they're there. I'm like, okay, so I see we have like a long list of things we'd like to get to today. Uh, yeah. What would be like your top three? What would you, what would the three things you'd be really upset if we didn't get to today? And then that's yeah. the only things we do because it's only an hour. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I don't know why people like think we are like these like mystical people with 17 hands you know like what are we gonna do like we have two hands and two legs we can only put so much force yeah you know and i'm like i i mean the our style and how we want to exist in our sessions counts you know it matters right so like i don't want to be rushing through 12 activities in an hour that's not the way i dominate i like to sit in these activities and savor them and make you work for it and all of those things you know what i mean like to be able to really feel like this is a really good energy exchange like if i'm not feeling like i can even connect with you because we're zooming through so many things i'm you know that's not 
the kind of clients that I want to deal with. That's not the way I like yeah. to run my sessions. So yeah, yeah. right yeah. away I set that straight. I'm like, we're choosing three. What are the three? <laughs> yeah. 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 I also get like an abundance of like requests and then it just cycles every six months. They'll just be like, oh, how much? And then come back in six months. Oh, how much? I hate and that. I'm like, you know fucking how much. And yeah. it's like, I have the, like, it's funny too, because I, I'm sure they probably do this with other sex. Like, it's not just me. Like, obviously no. they probably do this with a bunch of sex workers and then like wait for the best reply. That's what it seems like. It seems like shopping. <laughs> for yeah. It's window like, shopping. I don't, uh, I'm not confident they ever actually do it. I think it's might be a, a one handed typing thing that's happening. Oh, just the rush of inquiring is enough, you know? Oh, I didn't even think about that. That makes oh, a lot yeah. of sense. Yeah. Just being like, having having the dick to just be like, oh, let me request this. And that's person. hot enough. Yeah. To oh. think, to fantasize about. Oh, it's so I upsetting. Did. Yeah. It's so upsetting. <laughs> yeah, for me, even like if people have paid me money for client, for, um, uh, content or like have booked me before if there's too many emails where they ask stuff and never and don't follow through like with either yeah. buying buying the content or booking the the thing then i'm like sorry you've officially reached your amount oh, of you emails them? oh my You're, god you've maxed out yeah so if That's you want amazing. to send yeah. me an email a legitimate email again requesting for a service or asking about a service you got to send 50 bucks with it like that's amazing okay you know what like get out of here man (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. you're in my work email right so yeah yeah you can't just be like hey how are you in in my work email like no i don't what do you (laughs) what do you want what are you (laughs) booking right now what are you inquiring about how are you i love that oh my god yeah Oh my god. Even with regulars, I've had a regular who just emails me, "Hey, how are you?" and I'm oh. like, "No, even a regular doesn't get in yeah. my work email, work email." Yeah, just yeah, yeah. just asking how I'm doing. Like that's not how it works, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. What I, do I respond I think... to that? Fine. Like yeah. what? I'm good. Honestly, like, what do I <laughs> Do people do this to plumbers? Like this is the thing that I always Hi, hi how under... are you? <laughs> yeah, they're just hey plumber, how are you? No, that's <laughs> hey, plumber, how are you? <laughs> you got some free plumbing you want No! Uh, what oh are we God. doing here? <laughs> yeah. What were your rates again, plumber? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. What are the things you offer again? Like fuck. It's so funny oh. because it's like that that's the type of stuff that like actually would piss off a plumber to not come to your house right and they would be very justified not to but for some reason these men don't it's because they don't think we're human they don't think we're human that's all it is and that's what it seems like you know they they look at us and they're like you're a kink dispenser yep here's my imaginative money because they never have money it's really funny and then and then they're like wait you didn't take my imaginary money well fuck You know what? I I put this tweet out at one point to be like, is this the only industry that this happens to? And Mm. a lot of creatives actually said that this kind of shit happens as well, where people are just like like, script writers and like, yeah, and like art creators, you know, like if they're making custom art for somebody like there's just endless, endless back and forth. And they don't expect to pay any money for the hours and hours you put into the thing like and they just literally do not treat you like 
you know, you're booking a plumber, like any other, you know, work like that that happens to creatives as well. And that fucking sucks. (laughs) The Bedpost podcast is sponsored by Come As You Are. Founded as a worker-owned cooperative, Come As You Are has a fundamentally anti-capitalist and feminist approach to sexual pleasure, health, and education. Come As You Are doesn't profit from your pleasure and only stocks products that they truly love and believe in. Come As You Are has been voted best sex shop in Toronto since 1997. Check them out at comeasyouare.com or 254 Augusta Avenue in Toronto's own Kensington Market. We are also sponsored by Club M4 Toronto. Club M4 is the largest sexually charged lifestyle club in the GTA. And now you can go to their website, www.clubm4.com, but one of my favorite things to do is to go to their Instagram events page and see what they've got going on. Scrolling through here, threesome Fridays, sexy plus size play party, buy pleasure party, a night with the theme little black dress, If anything looks interesting and you want to check it out, head on down to Club M4 at 1989 Dundas Street, Mississauga. Can we talk about the fucking AI shit? Now we're talking about creatives. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Like people are all like, okay, so who's going to be losing the jobs? And like, I'm realizing that. Like, it's not, it's not, I don't know if it's going to be something that's going to like take over a large portion of people's jobs. But like the idea of AI really like hit home the idea that people truly don't see creatives as, as actual as people. Um, yeah as people that they're like wait, wait wait we can just take this fucking generator <laughs> yeah. we just take this generator we're just gonna um fill it up to the brim with everyone else's shit yeah. <laughs> and well, then fuck artists and you know <laughs> yes yeah i i see that i don't know i think it is taking a lot of jobs away already where it's at like you see yeah. people that would have you know, uh, for posters, for instance, my my husband yeah. is a poster designer for events mm-hmm. and whatnot, a graphic designer, and um, people just use AI um, generated shit rather than hiring a graphic artist nowadays, right? Like, well, yeah, yeah. My my friend who used to hire writers to write blurbs for like social media and whatnot, she just generates it with ChatGPT. That's crazy. Um, nowadays, you know what I mean? Like a lot of people yeah. are shortcutting um, creatives out of like art. Yeah. Yeah. Pfft. It's upsetting. I've also been getting like emails um, just being like, hey, can I put your like burlesque stuff through a generator? And I'm just like, Absolutely why not? Well, for why? And also like, ew. And also like, is that what people are doing? <laughs> Yeah, oh to do God. what? Yeah, what is that? Yeah, to what do what? Was he, what was he gonna do? What was he trying well, to do? Well, I think it's just to make art. Like, it's just he thinks that, like... He can use your image. Well, it, pe- there are people out there who are really not, like, artistically inclined, but they're like, hey, I can fake it with, like, a profile with all of... Sometimes you just need to get, like, the permission, but I also don't think people are doing that either. I think no. that guy was just being nice to tell me that's what's happening. And you gotta um, know. <laughs> yeah. Because it's just like, 
the whole it's just the dehumanizing thing i think that's kind of really the biggest aspect of like um every like job that i have worked because like i've never really held down a nine to five like that like i am i'm bipolar it's hard for me to do the same thing every day in my regular life now i can't even conceptualize the idea of living the rest of my life doing a nine to five that's like gonna murder my brain (laughs) um so like when it comes to like my experience as an artist since i was like I went to like art high school so I was like in ninth grade like learning all about all the art stuff and I was so excited to be an artist when I was you know gonna be yeah. an adult yeah. and then AI generators came <laughs> you know like like yeah. the 15 years that I spent in art school <sighs> to learn how to not only like paint properly with acrylic and like and sculpts and mm-hmm. all of these huge things that a person could learn mm-hmm. took years and now it's like the dehumanizing aspect of being an artist is just getting worse and worse and worse. And I'm not like, I truly believe like being a Dom is like being an artist. You are literally a pain artist. A lot of the time you layer pain, you, you match pain, you have to like swap pain. So like it's easier to endure, you know what I'm saying? All of these aspects of humanity of what we do is literally being stripped from us because of shit like that (laughs) yeah i like how you said that because it is very it's very creative and it's very um um what's the word it's highly relational right yeah so um and then the other thing you mentioned earlier like an interactive kind of a burlesque performance it is it's like this interactive um yeah it's like this interactive interpersonal experience that's happening that we're creating and like you're playing with emotion and um sensuality and physicality and sometimes like spirituality and stuff like you're kind of playing on all these planes you're like you know you're engaging them mentally and uh, you know stimulating them physically it's like this dance it really is like yeah art yeah 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 and then that's the thing it's like i think maybe what needs to happen is all artists like of every fucking genre needs to just i don't know maybe i don't know i don't know what even like the next move would be because it's like the stuff that's happening in hollywood and how people are just like you know fully disconnected from the work that they're doing and they're like yeah and I've, it's funny because I feel like what happens in the States, we get it like five years later. Truly. Yes. It's like, always like canary. Every tragedy mind. hits yeah, us every... like five years later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So in the States, all of these things are happening right now. And like people are being dehumanized and no one is like really working together as we know it. Other than like people getting fired or people just being uh, blackballed. And especially like just thinking, thinking of it because it's the same industry as what we do. Yeah, it's Hollywood. But like everything that we do is all it all goes back to like these little tiny moments that people yeah. are like they can't even enjoy anymore like even to think of uh to think of these people just like tr- they can't even do their job like they can't even go into work and like do the creative thing because people don't want to pay yeah. and but then it really makes me just be like well that's kind of how it is to be dumb almost like yeah like yeah yes. you are you are always ready to do it. You're always waiting for the right person to do the thing. But like, no one wants to almost pay you sometimes because it's like to BDSM is a luxury service. Like it's a luxury service to be even to consider Absolutely. that 
that being and some people you really use it for therapy so like yes so like but at the same time we still struggle with the whole thing of like not getting paid (laughs) yeah well i think it's got um um it's got like misogynist roots right any of these fields that are kind of inherently quote-unquote feminine characteristics you know what i mean yeah um all of the i feel like pretty much all traditional women jobs are seen as you know not worth worthless not worth as much yeah right so i think sex work is absolutely rooted in that misogyny not to say that all sex workers are women because of course they aren't but yeah in general you know it it um there's a large amount of us that that are so i think it's one of those inherently women jobs that men kind of and 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 the other part of that is that most of our clientele is going to be men is like cis men so um that i think it's that thing happening where like you know they're just not going to see us as equal you know humans that deserve the same wage that they get in their work. Like they don't see it as valuable work, even though they are proving that, you know, there's, you know, like that the demand is there because, you know, we're all pretty much booked and blessed, but like, God, it's sometimes pulling teeth to get money out of these men because of that reason. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's where it comes from, honestly. And I mean, there's the other thing of like most, um, most sex workers also are like marginalized identities, right? So once again, um, you know, people that people just take advantage of, specifically, you know, white, cis, het, able-bodied men yeah. of a certain age just take advantage of and, and, and we've just got to <laughs> put up with it? Like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's not just always put up with it, but we have to constantly like have different safety nets and like different uh, ways of dealing with them without like being like hey can you just go to the other side of the world and like live over there you know yep um yeah doing that education thing at the same time where it's like okay well this is how you might approach a dominant next time you know what i mean yeah yeah i think a lot of sex workers do that work you know like because at the same time, when a man says something that you're kind of like, you're, you you need to diffuse the situation, obviously, for your own safety. Um, yeah. But also you do challenge, you know, a lot of sex workers challenge a little bit to be like, well, you know, here's the other thought on that that you might want to think about. And, uh, you know, how I how I have a different experience and um, yeah. all that. Yeah. So yeah. I know we're both we're trying. I know we're trying to in this container. Right. But it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. And no, I think <laughs> and I think especially it's interesting in the work we do as dominant, like pro- professional dominant providers. It's like even in this container where the fantasy is we're in charge or whatever, you know, the reality is that we're still not, you yeah. know. And as and it's just interesting that even in that container where it's supposed to be like, you know, female led relationship, like whatever it looks like, that it's still often not in reality. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that. Yeah, I think that the clients that specific male clients that I I tend to have are very disconnected from reality, disconnected and like want to be blind 
mm. at the reality of what like they're doing almost which mm-hmm. then like for me i'm always just like is that even for a person who like what like for people who sign up and maybe someone can answer this in the in the comments <laughs> for a person who ha- signs up right like and they're like oh this is what i want to do or whatever mm-hmm. and then like how i want to know how it feels to like not be able to like follow through like do those men ever consider like ah, I might have, like, helped that person out. That's the thing. It's, like, I feel Mm -hmm. like a part of the fetish is to be able to be so distant from reality and disconnected from reality. Absolutely. Yep. Um, So that's why, like, I I find it so hard as a dom because, like, I, I am, honestly, when I dominate people, I'm just looking for... I'm looking for their empathy. Like, I want them... Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're getting hurt or whatever, but I need them to, like, understand... Not only did they like consent and and want to be slapped like that, you know, or want to be hurt like that, but like I want them to be able to empathize <laughs> after the fact instead of it being like something else. Um, yeah, I I take a lot of pleasure with like subverting these traditional narratives, right? Yeah, yeah, and and kind of putting men in the position of being the receiver and being and like you know seeing the range of how that feels, you know. Yeah. Um. You know, sometimes you suffer, sometimes you struggle. Sometimes, mm-hmm. though, it's like you can open up this whole way, this whole part of pleasure also, you know. Yes, yeah. Like, and how dynamic this looks and that, you know, you shouldn't be afraid of, you know, uh, taking on traditional feminine characteristics or exactly doing yeah. things that aren't traditionally male, you know. Yeah. Um. And how that's not really, you know, much to be afraid of. It's just like this whole range of experience that you're denying yourself of, essentially, by being so fearful of it. Yeah, I think that's really where the dehumanizing element comes from. Because Mm -hmm. in their head, they're like, this is how I treat women. And I'm sure it makes them feel like this. And so they feel like what it is to be traditionally feminine, what it is to be feminine in general, to experiment that, is the lack. Yeah. Not the strength. It's the lack, you know. Um, and I think that's, that's probably part of the whole demoralizing thing because it's like in a weird way, like men who, who do like to be dominated in a, in a way, basically saying, Hey, I want to be treated as such. Like I want it to be treated as femme or what feminine leaning in a weird way, mm-hmm. maybe not all the way. Cause they never want it all the way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and, and so like them sitting in that de, quote unquote dehumanized space um, makes them feel like they're closer to women. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It's maybe interesting. Some, the mental gymnastics. You know? That's what I'm saying. It has to be that like I'm not saying it has to be that complex, but I feel like yeah. that's the kind of misconstrued thing that would happen with a man who doesn't understand the fullness of female existence, you know? Yeah. And it's interesting, especially against, once again, completely butting up against this thing of like, doing a scene with us where, you know, we're dominating them, women are dominating them to still kind of hold on to those, just even a little bit of that belief that like, what it is to receive to be feminine, whatever it looks like, is like somehow something to be shamed of. Um or take up less space or like whatever it is like, but you're literally yeah. in the room with me who's taking up so much yep. space and so powerful in front of you yeah. and gorgeous and a goddess yep. and all of the things like for you to still be like, for you to still take on that role is kind of an interesting choice. Yeah. 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 
I honestly like hopefully late later on in my in my like domin career I really want just more information you know yeah. i just i do i want to have yeah. clients long enough that just will be like yeah i don't really have a connection to women so that's why you know or like yeah mm-hmm. maybe i hang out with my mom a lot but that's why you know what i'm saying like i do want the little little tidbits to know why they get to that conclusion not saying there's anything mm-hmm. wrong with it i just want to know how they got to that conclusion yeah yeah because it's all very nuanced i'm sure just as our experiences you know coming yeah. into our power yeah. and stuff it's like um Determined, I'm sure, by like, yeah, background, socioeconomic stuff, like everything, family yeah. situation, religion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything. Well, honestly, you know what I've I found a, a through line when I was like, um, just trying to find clients or like just even going through the the bloody experience of just getting calls in right and being like no you're just not the right person like oh maybe like this and like oh maybe I can, you can pay for that for this but uh i was just getting a lot of calls in and i kept um finding this weird like common um trauma related thing uh mm-hmm. to do with like cis irish white men <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah yeah cis irish white men seem to have like a crazy like uh this is like two people two different cis white uh, irish men that like told me they have like a thing for being uh punished uh with discipline because and this is so weird these are two different people mm-hmm. that i uh, that i like got the call from two different times and both described the same thing and i was like are they siblings i don't know man it was weird <laughs> <laughs> so he told me the first guy told me he was like, yeah, I want to be punished in this in a corporal way because that's how my parents did it with my siblings because they were in Ireland and they grew up mm. there. And so, like, they didn't have entertainment, I guess. That's how he said it. OK. <laughs> and, and that's how he said it. Maybe this family's just so fucked. I don't know. Yeah. And he said that basically every Sunday, instead of like the parents punishing the kids as they do bad stuff, they mm. do it only on Sundays. So that means they get them all naked in the afternoon. And, and then it's just, accumulative. Wow. Yes. And it's for everyone and everyone's naked. And so his thing was like, can I bring my sisters? <laughs> Jesus. I was like, no, I'm no, Absolutely I, no. not. Again, no, the fantasy I... reality disconnect. It's like, okay, I get that you have a fantasy that's clearly sprouted from some, yes. you know, some wild, quite, quite frankly, wild childhood experience. But like, <laughs> no, it, no, it, no, no, you. And he was like, but we're like 60 and it doesn't matter because we're like 60. And I'm like, no. No. Don't yeah, rope then, your oh, yeah. sister into this somehow. Yeah, it was really strange. And then, like, oh I got a goodness. call, like, a couple of days later, and different person, different voice, completely different character, and said a very similar experience and asked for the exact same thing. And I was no. like, there has what? to be a connection. This has to be happening. That's like, to be another brother in the things. family. <laughs> I don't know. That's... <laughs> Maybe, maybe it's from the same goddamn family, but like, oh my god! Um, Interesting. Yeah. So when I went through that, it was like really interesting just to even get that little tidbit, and like, 
I didn't have to ask for very much, but like that's the information that I would like to get later, like l- later on in my career. Mm-hmm. Is like, just I just want to know the specifics, you know? Yes, I'm I'm endlessly fascinated by like you know where all this stuff comes from too, yeah. and like some of it honestly comes from fucking nowhere, absolutely yeah. nowhere. It's just been a thing the person has always been yep. fixated on, like yeah, and as far back as they can remember, and it's just there, and it's like. That yeah. honestly, more times than not, that's the case of like. That's true. It's just a thing yeah. they've always been into. Yeah. Their whole lives, which is so interesting yeah. too. Yeah, it is, and like to keep that thing alive, to keep that thing like yeah. the thing that you want to do. And it's, it's the insane. only I don't thing. It's really exhausting. It's really exhausting, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, especially for people that like wait until later in life to finally explore it in some way with like a pro I get that that's often yeah the case where you know someone's like 60 years old and they're coming to me and they're like okay I have it I've had this fantasy for 45 years and I'm like whoa that feels like a lot of labor to always have that and have never like played with it or explored it in a real any sort of real life setting I'm like that seems like a lot of work I don't know yeah yeah it, it it seems like a lot of work, but but I feel like I feel like weirdly enough, that's how how men like like just experience life. It's just like holding on, yes, holding yeah, on to something, right. and it could be like ethereal. It could be like ah, oh, the girlfriend that I had when I was two, or like girlfriend. I don't fucking know. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and, and or like oh, it's butts. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> Very just, <laughs> months, you know <laughs> yeah and you know it's part of that thing also because like men you know of at least my generation and, and older are you know they're you're not taught to express anything so yeah you must yeah. hold on to a, a fuck sh- a lot. ton of stuff yeah. like yeah. you must have so much in there yeah Oof. not just so much in there but then also like None of it is in reality. That's the thing. It's like because yes, um, you have I, no I, experience, I, so it's like yeah, yeah. And yeah. and um, I actually like went to an event called. I'm sure you probably know of it. Um, it, it's it's for uh by like uh chambers, um, cham- the chambers. Was it a rich? Like, was it a ritual chamber thing? Yeah, it's a munch. I think I think that's what they're called. Oh yeah, well I I host those now. <laughs> there was oh, one on Monday. Great. Yeah, yeah, oh, I'm the host of the munches yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. It was really interesting uh, hearing Shiraz's like little like presentation talking Charizard. about like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Charizard, sorry, yeah. I always pronounce her name wrong. Um, uh, she was saying that uh, her experiences as a dom, like a lot of the times, is like the 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 through line between fantasy and reality, and how like mm. she. She basically shared her experiences of specific instances where she thought somebody knew what the fuck was going on yes. and then getting into into it in the chambers. And then they're just like, ah! <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Because like, the wait, fantasy. No, we talked about this stuff. And like, I have to do it now. What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, you know what that that um uh, that has been a learning curve for me too to be like oh you can't take what these people are saying in negotiation at, for face value like because a lot of people yeah I think that this was the talk of people saying 
even you asking the question of like, okay, do you have experience with these activities? They would say yes, even though the experience was like they texted a dom once and they told them to do some activity to themselves or something. And that, like, to that question, they still would answer, yes, I've had experience with it, even though they didn't have experience with another person doing the thing to them. So, like, you start in a way where you think they're, like, you know, not a novice, and then suddenly they're like, whoa, shit, what's going on? And it's like... And then they, and then it comes out that yeah, it's their first time doing this thing with another person, and you're like, well, fuck, that's what I was asking before. Like, holy yeah. smokes, yeah, yeah. The worst thing I I had experienced with that was I had someone who literally did the whole like charade, like, oh yes, I know, Mm-mm, be I know me everything. good, yes. I mean, I, yeah. I was like, okay, I'm only gonna do this one thing because this thing, like, for an hour, I can't do like I can do two things, sure, but like to do something well give me a fucking hour to like beat you we'll just do yes. that you know instead of like Absolutely. beating you and pegging you and fisting you or whatever the hell people think can <laughs> the happen trifecta. the three genders yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> beating pegging and fisting yeah yes <laughs> <laughs> and and so we got in there and i guess he was just overwhelmed and i could already tell but i i was like are you good yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like yeah yeah I was like, what? So he like gave me wine and he got ready for the shower, came out, and then I started like doing the thing and he started crying. Oh, yeah. And I was like, do you. Do you want me to stop? I'm not going to fucking watch you cry here. Like, unless you actually want to cry. I don't know. And he was like, no, 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 totally. And then he continued with it and was just crying the entire time. Oh, my goodness. And then I was like, we have 45 minutes. Like, do you? (laughs) How are you? What do you? (laughs) Yeah. And he was like, no, 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 just finish. Like, obviously, we have, like, the time. So, like, do it. I was like, Okay. So then oh. I continued on and I could tell, and I started like becoming softer with him though. Cause I started realizing yeah. that like, oh no, he's like actually pain, you know? Yeah. And, and then I was like, okay, well we're done. And we had like still like 10 minutes left and I was like, okay, we're done. Like clearly we're done here. Way um, overdone. So past yeah. being done at this point. <laughs> You're done. And I think he just didn't want to waste his money. I think that's really what it fucking oh was. Oh my God. Yeah. It was not wasting his money, so he was just enduring the pain. And then I looked at him, and I sincerely asked, I was like, did you enjoy that? Yeah, like, is enduring the pain the desired thing? Yeah, and he was like, honestly, I don't even know why I did this. I don't know why I decided to, like, be here. I don't know why. And I was like, whoa. Okay. Okay, rewind, man. Like... Okay, so there's yeah, this thing about with regret. So there's the this in the world. thing with pain of like <laughs> it can be a really cool fantasy extreme pain, uh-huh. but in reality, uh-huh. you know, maybe we still need to do that thing of like I can do dirty talk that makes you yeah. feel like it's really intense impact play, but well, I mean, I was in trying fact, to. it's lighter. Like yeah. No, I think he just oh. felt like he needed to follow through because his money, but also follow through so he's a man, and then oi, follow oi, oi. through. But like, at, at least I was like, because I was like, if you had, if you didn't have fun, like, what would you need to like not? And he was like, just not this. Okay, and I that's was like, specific. Wow. I was like, so what does that mean, sir? I just I couldn't I couldn't 
put it together. But then I was like, I really think it was mostly about the fact that he was just paying me a handsome sum and he wanted to just like, he seemed like a cheap fuck. You know what I'm saying? He seemed like he just needed to, to like finish the, the job or whatever. So his money could stretch. So he didn't yeah. feel as bad that he was being a little bitch. And I find Maybe. that so funny. <laughs> Jeez, you know, y when you think of like, I've taught classes on, you know, the nuances of consent and like yeah. all, the, all the reasons one might not use a safe word, for instance, money and being cheap is not one I had considered. <laughs> and yet, and yet here we are. Wow. And I, did have, I did, I did set up like, like, uh, like a safe word. I was like, okay, yeah, just sure. Use this if you didn't want to. He did not want to. No, he, he did not. not want to. No. He was like, I, he probably just like, again, like come back to like being cheap. I think it was just like, oh, I paid this much. So I have to endure this much, <laughs> you know? Wow. And for anyone out there listening, don't fucking do that. No, don't that, do that. we don't You're need you hurt. to do that. We don't want you to do that. No, no. Like, You're going to get hurt. You're going to get like a nerve like damage or something. You know? Yeah, because you know what? He, imagine if he was in the room with a dominant that wasn't compassionate, like you yes! and, and educated that's, about kink and consent that's as you I think are. So time. he could I'm have like, like got seriously hurt because yeah. he wasn't advocating for his own bodily autonomy. In no, that. like he's a dangerous, dangerous person to play with. Yes, no, he is. Yeah. You know. And that's what I'm saying. I was like, that's why when he was like, oh, like, this isn't something I should have. And I'm like, don't ever. You know what I'm saying? I was like, don't even consider any other thing. Like, don't even You're consider done. You're cut getting off. into. into uh, you come, come cutting off? No, no, no. The man oh. is cut off. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, yeah. No, no, no. I haven't seen him since then. But then I also think, like, he was just off put fully by pain because it didn't, didn't seem like mm -hmm. that was his kink. <laughs> Well, there are lots I of other kinks watched... we could have done yeah. in that session, and you could have felt yeah. life you got your money for, but yeah. you thought kinked looked this way, and that's what you had to do, and like, you know... Too as... much Fifty Shades of Grey. Oy, 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 yeah, and we can, we can only do so much when we're put in that position where that person has this idea you know, in their head, we can only do so, so much to be like, okay, well, it can look like this. And like, what are you desiring here? And we'll check in along the way. And here are your safe words. And yeah, we can only do that much. It's up to the other. It's the other person's responsibility to be like, okay, I will use my safe word. I will, yes. you know, do a bit of research, um, you know, for to kind of explore these sensations. I will like, I don't know, man. You gotta have some bottoming skills if you're gonna yes. come in for a pro session. You can't have I agree. absolutely nothing, like because that's dangerous. Yeah. Not only that, but it's like you have to be bottoming not with just like one person. Like you have to know different styles of bottoming, or you're just gonna get used to yeah. <laughs> your one dom. Um, yeah. And also another thing, I'm I'm gonna add into to like what what it is that must be these types of men's like way of like doing this i think they are also watching like old bdsm vintage porn from like the fucking 80s <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and they think that's the kink scene yeah they think that's what the kink scene looks like or because they would never want to actually go to a kink event these type of men are not the type to like go and be a part of the community and try to find themselves no they just want to participate without the actual 101, you know, the, the how to learn, how to fucking do, how to be. 
Yeah. Um, and I'll, and I'll say though, like, you know, I said, no, but bo- don't, don't book a pro if you have no bottoming skills. However, yes. like if you, you can do that, if you are showing up and saying, listen, I have absolutely no experience with any of this. I'm looking to find out what I like. Um, you know, and like, I'll tell you if I'm digging it or if I'm not digging it. Like you can, if you show up with that information and you're telling us that, then that's totally cool. And then we know, okay, this is a purely like really mild, moderate exploration session. We're going to try a bunch of things at a really low light intensity and we'll see how you feel like, but you've got to at least give us that much information that like, Hey, I know nothing. I've never done this. I'm showing up with like no knowledge and then we'll cater a session to that. But like to come in and be like, I want extreme pain and then have never, having never done it before and being like, Oh yeah, I have tons of experience. Like that's so, that couldn't be more dangerous. Honestly. Yes. Yeah. 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 No, there needs to be more information out there by experts about like how to navigate any of that. Yeah. Cause goddamn. <laughs> Cause we get, we get people that do that. We absolutely do. And yeah. like, yeah, same thing where like, when you start, you're like, okay, something's off here. I, I mm-hmm. you know, the information you just gave me is untrue or yes. Yeah. So we know early on and, you know, that that's tough to navigate. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. really, really is. Like... It's tough to navigate. And also like, I just never thought I'd deal with so many fucking liars. <laughs> oh my God. That, oh my God. Yeah. And you're lying about the worst thing. You're not lying about money. You're not lying. No, you're lying about the fact that you can't endure pain and you're coming to someone who gives pain. I love that. Like, oh my God. <laughs> love that for him. Yeah. <laughs> we love that for him. Yes. Jesus Christ. Um, okay. Um, we're almost at the end of the hour. This has been so fun, Fatima. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is there anything, anything we want to end on for a couple minutes that we didn't get to yet? Um, or anything you wanted to put out there for people that like want to book you or want to serve you? Well, I think the best thing to state after all that, I think yeah. the through line of, of what we talked about is, is the human aspect. Um, Not even just to book me. If you want to be someone's pet, if that's like your thing, then go find a person that's going to treat you exactly like the type of pet that you fucking are instead of just settling for whatever's around or just Mm -hmm. like your thoughts, you know? Um, The best thing to do as as a person who's done this for a while is to actually realistically talk to someone that knows what they're doing. Yeah. Um, as a friend, <laughs> <laughs> don't fucking do it as a weirdo. <laughs> don't be a creeper. Yeah. yeah. Um, and as, as as a person, if you are watching this and want to book what I do, uh, really think about your morals and ethics before you fucking come to me. Yeah. Um, and if you want to do that, then I'm sure you'll have all of my little linkies or whatever, yeah. um, and like email or whatever. But Really, if you want to be dominated by me, you better want to know how to fucking learn stuff and learn new stuff and uh, not cry. I mean, if you're going to cry, do it because you're happy, not because I'm fucking beating you. <laughs> or tell me that you're going to cry and want to cry and then we'll get you there. And say, yeah. You know, like, fuck. So <laughs> um, I can expect it. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. And also, like, your doms are human. Your doms need to pay rent. Your your doms are don't need to think about how you're paying rent. That's not your their job. <laughs> That's not their job. They're not going to lower your fucking... They're gonna not going to lower their rate because you can't... God, no. 
that that's not how that works um, once again it's a luxury service so luxury service if and you can't afford if, it not our problem you can't go to a dentist and tell him to take out my teeth because i said so like it's not how that works but also there uh, are providers with a variety of rates like you know if you yeah. can't afford me there's there's other people you can't afford so why are you yep. talking to me still you know exactly so there <laughs> uh, yeah so if you want to book me please assess yourself about what pain looks to you check yourself to before me. you wreck yes. yourself <laughs> exactly and you're going to wreck yourself and you know what some doms won't give a fuck nah. and the law won't protect you say it again <laughs> the law will not protect you <laughs> the law will not protect you no <laughs> Okay, do you want to tell us what your, you know, do you have a Twitter or an Insta that you want people to follow? Tell us that. So Twitter and Instagram is the same. It's all Yalaya Fatima, which is Y-A-L-L-A-F-A-T-I-M-A. Both Twitter and Instagram. And other than that, not really. Like, that's usually that or my OnlyFans, which is the same, the same Yalaya Fatima. It's the same thing. Okay. But yeah. Great. Okay, for me, folks, um, if you don't follow me on Twitter by now, what are you up to? Um, I'm at the Lady Pim One. If you must go on over to Instagram, though, I'm at the Lady Pim or at the Bedpost Podcast. The podcast has a Patreon. It's the Bedpost Show. We have a YouTube channel. It's the same thing. And I'm on TikTok now for some reason. It's the Lady Pim. So um, we will see you next week with another fun and sexy guest here in the Bedpost Podcast talking about sex and sexuality. But until then, get fucked, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>